Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got NCAA champion, Olympic trials finalist, and Speedo Summer Championships star, Trenton Julian. How's it going, man? Good. Doing pretty well. Just got out of practice, so got the rest of the day off, so excited to just relax. great how how are how are practices with the bears going uh it's going pretty well we're kind of easing our way back into it you know just getting off our breaks and guys are at different spots so kind of seeing how everyone's doing right now what is it does it feel any different to you know you're in your fifth year you're taking that extra weird covid year um <laughs> that, that a lot of seniors are opting to certainly understandably so um does it does it feel kind of like a like a normal beginning of the year for you does this one have a little bit different of a taste in your mouth a little bit especially coming off of last year last year was definitely a um, different start to the year than we've ever had you know just with all the restrictions and everything so it kind of feels like we're finally coming back to how we would normally start but definitely on that fifth year side it feels weird you know like kind of expected like knowing three classes above me three classes below me and that extra class coming in is kind of just that extra age gap where it just makes me feel like kind of on the outside, kind of on the team, you know, bouncing in that middle. Yeah. I, it's, yeah, it is, it is funny seeing five classes in, in some of these schools or some of these programs, but I guess we'll see how that plays out for the rest of the season. Uh, it, it's, it's great that you get that opportunity. Um, I wanted to talk to you about the summer you had, you, you were dropping time left and right. I got to interview you at the Atlanta classic where if I'm remembering correctly, you dropped a 155 200 fly. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Uh, (laughs) at that meet, um, do you remember, were you, is there something you attribute that, that really stellar 200 fly swim to? I mean, obviously seemed like you were, yeah, you were preparing pretty well for trials. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really one thing I had kind of contribute that to. That was just kind of training coming off of NCs and, you know, kind of keeping that speed, keeping that feel, not really burying myself again or anything like that. So that was kind of nice. Just like having that, like, uh, focused training and, uh, not really a grind as I would say, but, um, Otherwise, I'd say for that meet, it was more of just letting myself race and kind of, you know, there's no pressure at a a classic final for what's going to happen. So I just kind of like let myself race, kind of tweaked my strategy a little bit, kind of definitely went out for that 150 a little more than I had in the past. So it was was kind of nice just to let myself kind of do what I wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the that race strategy and, and you going out, you kind of became infamous at NCAAs for taking your races out pretty quickly, which was exciting and also kind of nerve wracking to watch, uh, <laughs> in, in Greensboro, um, was at that NCAA meet, did you plan on just taking the races out as fast as you could? Um, tell me about that. 
Uh, especially the the 500, that final. I honestly had no plan to be out that quick. I was, I would say, like, I was pretty close to where I was out at uh, Pac-12s in that space. So there wasn't a big difference in the game plan. It was just more surprising when I looked uh, to the other side of the pool and couldn't really see anyone that first 200. So I don't, so yeah, I wouldn't really say I had a plan to go out like that. It just kind of ended up being like that. And that's how my stroke is. That's how my 500, I assume it. So that's just how it went. But the two fly was definitely more of something I felt like I had to go out for. I haven't really, I'd never really done like hundred fly training or that speed work as much. So it was just kind of for me, like putting myself out there and like giving myself a chance to go those times that my goal times that I have. Did did you hit your goal times in NCAAs? Uh, no, I didn't. What were you close? Yeah, I was close. I uh, I was closer in some than others, but yeah, overall it was surprising and also not really, I wouldn't say disappointing, but not as close as I wanted to be. I usually try to set it to where I'm not going to hit it. Like I almost know I'm not going to hit it, but I want to be as at least as close as I can. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like. How did you feel about that meet overall? Like you said, you were, you were close in some events, you weren't as close in, in other events. Um, obviously you, you finished second in the tuner fly. Um, and which, you know, I, I'm guessing everyone wants to win, but in the same vein, it's like, you it seemed like you swam some really, really good times and placed really well overall. Right. I mean, you know, I always want to try to do a little better, you know, those few more points for, Cal and pretty important, but it is what it is. I gave it the best that I had at that time. And I mean, at in the time, of course, in the moment I wanted to win and I wanted, you know, get that first or whatever, but it's, it's not always just about the winning and the losing the races. It's about more that team oriented, especially at NCs. So try to stay focused on that aspect and not get too deep into the, uh, you know, my personal goals. Yeah. Do you feel like you've gotten better at that as as you've moved through uh, your time at Cal? I think so. I think a lot in the beginning, you know, as a freshman, sophomore, you're kind of focusing on yourself, focusing on like getting your job done. That's really all you can do at that point. So that was like my main goal, especially for them, was just kind of getting my own work done and kind of doing what I had to do. And that worked and everything, but especially losing that junior year, that kind of derailed the uh, kind of team thought of kind of pushing for the team more than just myself. So that's, I feel like that senior year was a lot different for me than like how I had done NCs in the past. And that kind of changed my um, whole like mindset going in, like even like the pressure, like coming, coming around that too, was completely different. Um, Can you dive a little deeper into that? What do you, how did that change your senior year or in what way? Um, I felt like, especially my uh, freshman and sophomore year, there wasn't really any pressure around me even to like, or no expectation around me to even like really be making a finals, scoring a ton of points or anything like that to like really push our team up. It was just kind of like, that was a bonus. Hmm. Bonus was just like getting as many points as I can and placing as high as I can for the team. But then as I got to that like junior and senior year where my time is starting to get a little better, I'm getting up there in the rankings or times or whatever, but 
it was it comes down to making that a final and getting those points and really being consistent for the team and not just having a great swim and a bad swim and a great swim just kind of making sure i'm always like not always on but kind of ready to go whenever i need to go as a freshman and sophomore, did you have those expectations of yourself of, I, I, I want to make these a finals or I want to become that athlete who, who makes the a finals. Right. I mean, I always had those goals and I mean, there was a big shift for me freshman to sophomore year, but my freshman year was always like, you know, two fly. I'm a two flyer. I'm focusing on that. So I kind of almost had a break those first few days where I kind of be warming up the first few days, trying to get better as I go on and put it all on that last day. And obviously it like worked for me back then. And that was like my focus. And I just, it needed to shift from that if I was going to be at that top level. And I think that sophomore year helped me a lot in shifting that and focusing on those each day as a single day and not as looking at the last day as my day. Mm. Where, what, where do you feel like that shift came from in the sophomore year of transitioning from just kind of focusing on that 200 fly to expanding to, I am freestyle butterfly. Right. I like, I mean, personally for me, I didn't start swimming like four I am and five free as my main events until that sophomore year. So being able to train with guys like, you know, Sean Grisha, Mike Thomas, and like Andrew Selskar, Nick Norman, uh, all those guys, I feel like looking at them, looking at what they do every day kind of helped me prepare and like, even like mentally, like focus in on one day at a time. You know, seeing uh, Selly my sophomore year kind of go into each day, going to win his event kind of pushed me, I guess, or just kind of put me in my like right mindset of, okay, focus on this event this day, get it done, and then go on to the next. I, th- I think seeing Selly in his senior year was an inspiration to everyone, <laughs> swimmer and non-swimmer. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was a great meet. And obviously it was a great meet for you guys as, as you know, you got to take that NCAA title. Uh, so, so getting back to, to, to this past year, um, you know, you, you have your NCAA meet and then uh, you're moving through seems like pretty well to trials heading into Olympic trials. Were you there in 2016? Yeah, I was there. I had, I had actually injured my shoulder like two weeks out. So I kind of just, Floated through, took the experience, swam an event, but didn't do very well. So more of just getting experience being there. Did did you feel prepared, especially having that 2016 experience to to come in and perform? Um, personally, 2016, I felt like the experience of that meet almost gave me like no experience for the 2020 version. I was like actually trying to compete and everything. <laughs> So the, so then take me through that 2021 20, meet, uh, you know, what was your, was your first event tuner free? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, I had decided, you know, I'm going to scratch the four free the first day and kind of put that focus on the two hundreds and the little bit shorter events. And, um, that first two free was definitely like first time hitting the water was definitely a weird feeling. Like not really sure if I was like fully warmed up or fully prepared for that first race, but just kind of got in. I was like, okay, like I can't mess around any of these races. I need to be focused, need to, you know, be doing what I've been doing. Just put that like work in no matter where, like 
where I am in the meet and like what prelim final semi it's always being ready. Do you feel like having that mindset was helpful to you? I mean, do you feel like you were able to focus and, and give each race the amount of attention it needed? I think I've done a lot better at that. I, my first semifinal experience was in uh, Naples for rugs and I definitely was not prepared for that one. So I think that kind of gave me that experience of that, like for them semifinal final. And this, especially for this meet, I was more focused on, you know, the semifinal, I'll have a day after I can just kind of give it my all and just uh, relax after that, give myself some rest, give a full day. So I think I did that. And I think I gave myself that chance in that final to be there and be racing those guys as much as I could. But um, I definitely, I think, focused on it or thought about it a little more than I needed to. Just uh, personally, as someone who kind of swims their race and shouldn't be thinking too much about it and should just be doing uh, kind of their own thing, I think I kind of put too much stress on each race and thought, like, uh, put too mu- almost too much thought and too much emphasis on each race in specific or in particular and um, that kind of got to me, I feel like, as I went on. Mm. So, you know, that two-fly, the two-fly final, I can, like, remember just, like, thinking the whole time and, like, the ready room and everything. And then I got to the block, and, like, the first 100, I, like, didn't think, which normally, like, I feel like would help me a lot. But um, I kind of, like, got lost, I feel like, in the race, in the race, and didn't let myself, you know, follow my own race plan and, kind of swim the race how I wanted to. So I feel like definitely that thinking and that um, over-preparedness, I guess, kind of got to me at the end. That, it, it certainly makes sense hearing you say that, you know, in your two, seeing your two free, seeing your two fly. Uh, but then it almost seems like after that 200 fly, you were, you, that's when your meat kind of really got going. Uh, you swam, you swam 200 IM, 100 fly double. Uh, and it seems like you excelled really, really well at that. Um, how are you feeling after that 200 fly final? It was, it was really hard. Um, I mean, yeah, there's no really other way to put it, but, um, that, that 2 IM prelim semifinal, or especially the prelim was probably one of like the hardest races I've ever had, like, not, not physically, like, I mean, it hurt, but, like, especially mentally, like, just, like, getting up behind a block and having to give my all in that race, just, it hurt a lot, but it was, it was definitely worth it, and I, like, I'm happy I swam that race. Why did you? I mean, because it, I feel like a lot of people in that situation, um, you know, I think heading in, you had a really good shot in the tuner free, you had a really good shot to make the team in the tuner fly. And then, you know, the 200 IM from the outside looking in seemed like more of a, yeah, you, you swim this event and see how it goes. And after, um, after, after the results of the 200 fly, it seems like you might just be like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take this one off. Yeah. I mean, we, we never really had an expectation in the 100 fly. So it was kind of just, we'll just try to swim both and see how they go. If something happens, it happens. If not, it's not a wasted opportunity. And I feel like that 2IM was kind of an event like I've kind of done for a long time and I've raced a lot, but I never really feel like I've had that like 
full like potential like kind of thrown down so i just kind of wanted to race them and see how i do i guess that's all there was to it yeah so so you make it through the prelim you advance the semi of the 200 im uh you make it to the final uh was there any thought of like okay i'm in the 200 im final maybe i should not do the 100 fly um not so much it was kind of I, I had talked to uh Dave before the uh hundred fly. And um for us it was like the hundred fly is kind of an event I haven't done in a few years. I swam at a at a meet we had here in Cal went like 53 something. It was an all right time. It was maybe move on to a semi. But since I'm in the final two I am, might as well stay in it, give it all I got. And that Changed a little bit after the prelim of the hundred fly for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you swim this uh, prelim of the hundred fly, you, you make it to semis. Right. Uh, and, and then tell me about that double <laughs> that night. Um, 200 IM it, final is first, and then it's the women's hundred free final. And then you're back at it in the men's hundred fly semis. Right. Yeah. Um, so after, after the 100 fly prelim, we were like, all right, this 100 fly might be a shot. Like, I think you're going to have to go a little easier in the 200 IM just to make sure we can uh, get into the 100 fly final. So we kind of went with that game plan and decided, you know, 2 IM, it's kind of a long shot to make it. I think I'll just kind of obviously, like, make it respectable, make it not too far off, but kind of... I think I was like 204 or something like that, 205. It was obviously not very fast, but I kind of had decided, I kind of kept myself to it where I would take that a little easier, give myself that uh, preparedness for the 100 fly and kind of put it all on the 100 fly at that point. So, like, I think I got out basically right after, got up, got out of my seat, you know, got in the warm down pool, probably five, six minutes or whatever I had. <laughs> Then got back in my suit, and I think they said I had like 15 minutes from the time I finished my 2 a.m. to the start of the 100 fly. Did uh, did you feel ready for that 100 fly in those 15 minutes? Um, <laughs> I definitely felt warmed up, um, but honestly, for a 100 fly for me, I didn't feel like I needed to feel like perfect to some of my best. You know, I don't have that like pure speed that a lot of 100 flyers have, so getting myself like my heart rate up to a pretty good level, my body like warmed up, my muscles warmed up. That I think was actually my fastest hundred fly of the, of the summer was after that two IM where I kind of like my, my game plan from the prelim was kind of just go out smooth and come back as fast as I can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tried to like, you know, tweak that a little bit where I was out a little bit faster and then still coming back, just everything I had left, kind of putting my head down at the end, see what I could do, make sure I could get into that final. So you go 51.7 out of semis and then uh, you, and then you get to swim your third Olympic final, Olympic trials final, sorry, of, of the weekend. Um, is it safe to say that your mindset heading into that event had changed from heading into prelims? Definitely, yeah. It kind of went from an event I was just doing for fun to an event where like I should – kind of put all my cards on the table and <laughs> go for this as much as I can. Um, 
So, so then you, you end up tying for fourth in the final, uh, 51-78. So, I mean, you went 51-7 three times in, you know, 48 hours, uh, yeah. which, which have, for having, someone having been 53 before, it's like, that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so then looking back on trials as a whole, um, especially just now having had a few months, being a few months removed from it, um, how do you feel about that performance overall? Um, I think I'm, I'm happy with the hundred fly. I think if I would have gone faster, it wouldn't have been much faster. You know, I don't think I would have had a, a great shot of making that team. I think Tom and Caleb both did really well and they, you know, they earned their spots. I don't think best I could have done is yeah, that top four, top three, whatever. So I'm happy with that. I, I do think, you know, my other races weren't as on as they could be or could have been. So I am a little, a little bummed about that, but it, it happened. It is what it is. Just time to move on, start looking at that short course pool again. Yeah. Uh, so, but you still had the, still had a long course season. You, you go to the Speedo Summer Champs. Um, but again, just what was the motivation behind swimming at that meet? Having, having had, you know, obviously not the, not the placing you wanted at Olympic trials, but, you know, having overall a pretty solid performance. Um, personally, I mean, I knew I had more in me. I, I, I knew like those weren't the times I could have posted. So it was just more about like, more about proving to myself that I had more in me and that I, I can go faster than that. than it was anything else really. Uh, so, so tuner flies the first day of that meet, um, did, I'm, I'm guessing a little less pressure there. You can, you're able to swim a little more loose. You're able to represent your club team. Um, you go 154, 71 lifetime best in finals. Were you happy with that swim? I was, I, I mean, obviously I can still nitpick and all these things. I like, long turns and stuff like that but overall yeah <laughs> i was happy with it i was happy to kind of you know get under that that barrier a little more and kind of show myself i had more in me still yeah and then the rest of that meet um how, how how did you feel about your races and what was the mentality was it was it just kind of focusing on racing and having fun yeah a little bit mainly about that i like i mean i also swam some relays in my club so that was really fun to kind of get on there with them and, you know, see what I could throw down with those. But yeah, especially, um, I say that second day, I think I had the two free. I was, was pretty tired. You know, that, that a lot of mental energy went into that two fly. So I think that day was a lot of recovering for me and kind of getting ready for the rest of the meet. So wait, actually, I think I might have had two breasts that day too. I think it was yeah. three, two breasts. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was happy with the two breasts. That was, that was a fun one I hadn't done in a while and a little different than uh, all the other events I've done. <laughs> but yeah. I like how you say you were recovering that day, but you swam two, three, two breaths. <laughs> right. a, little, a little more of a mental recovery. <laughs> okay. In an event I uh, didn't have too much stress on. So, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and so, so it seems like that meet went, uh, went well for you overall and then were you able to get some downtime after that and, and really mentally recover yeah I was I 
I didn't touch a pool for basically two weeks. Probably the longest I've been outside of a pool in like four or five years. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that sounds nice. And so again, then now, you, now you've got the short course season, uh, getting back into things. Um, how, how are you feeling moving forward? Have you, have you renewed your time goals? Do you still have those same time goals? Uh, I'm still, I'm still messing around with, uh, some specific times and goals I have looking at different events, you know, just kind of looking at those options and kind of seeing what the team needs and what I need or what I want. (laughs) Yeah. And and so then, um, finally, as, as, you know, just as a, as a topic of, of, to get some context on your life and what, what you were going through at, at certain periods, um, obviously your your dad, um, had cancer at two different points. Um, the first one was when you were in high school. Uh, I mean, just having been through that experience once, um, where you weren't sure if he was going to make it through or not. Um, did that, how, how, how do you feel like that affected you personally? And especially you in the water, did that change your relationship with swimming at all? Um, a little bit. I, I'd say the beginning of high school, I didn't have really big motivation or big goals uh, going into it. I was kind of just, I was decently good at it. So I was having fun, but um, kind of that happened right after I started kind of getting a little more serious about the sport, like the beginning of my junior year. It happened January. So like halfway through my junior year. And uh, yeah, it was really hard. It was especially, you know, being in high school, only child, kind of just kind of getting through that was pretty hard. I mean, I had obviously great support, great friends around me on my club team. So that was awesome. Just having them there for me. But yeah, my relationship to swimming changed a lot that year. I'd say, especially around that time, sorry, um, he basically was given like between six to eight months. And that kind of changed my whole outlook on swimming and what I wanted to do. And for a little while, it started to become I wanted to get to a certain level so that he could see that, you know. So it kind of shifted my um, thinking, my uh, outlook on like where I wanted to be and how I, how good I wanted to be. So that changed a lot. That kind of made me think differently, kind of made me. I never really hated the sport from that. I never really lost my love for the sport from any of this. I think it made me like love the sport more, made me, it helped me connect with my dad a lot more. Also, we're both pretty big swim nerds. So we like to talk about swimming a lot, even at home around the dinner table. Just even my, my mom has to stop us sometimes just because it gets a little out of hand, but <laughs> it's always a fun topic. Yeah. Uh, I, I certainly feel you there. Uh, my brother and I have, have <laughs> do the same thing quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that sounds like, that sounds like obviously a hard experience to go through, but it, it is interesting having, having swimming as that outlet and, and having it change because of that, you know, because of this seemingly unrelated event. Um, do, had you wanted to swim in college? when you were, when that happened, when your dad was given his diagnosis? Um, I'd say like beginning of high school, it was kind of just, I'll swim in college if I have the chance, you know, 
there isn't like a huge goal I want to have in college or swimming in college, just kind of swimming if I can swim. And then a little before that happened and when that happened, it was kind of, okay, I want to, I want to swim in college. I want to swim at like a good D one school. And then it was, I want to swim at the best school. I want to surround myself by the best training group, the best coach, the best group of guys I can find. And I think having my dad be the level of coach he is and the level of knowledge he has of the sport kind of helped, you know, steer me in those directions and showed me what, what I, what I should be looking for and what I would want around me. So, uh, so that, again, that's, that's really cool context to have because seemingly you've done that, you know, you went to a school, you helped them win a national title. Uh, I mean, you guys, this pedigree speaks for itself at Cal. Um, and then, and then your dad, Jeff Julian gets another cancer diagnosis just last year, um, which prevented him from coaching in, in ISL season two for you. What kind of a blow was that? Um, it wasn't, it was definitely different than the first one. It wasn't as serious. Obviously it's still, it was still stomach cancer. So it's still the same type of thing, but I think the, the part, the news didn't hit me as hard as I'd say, like when I actually like went back home and had spent some time with him, just, you know, like it being in the stomach kind of prevents like, you know, weight gain or eating stuff like that. So it was just seeing him like looking differently, I guess, kind of hit me harder than it did just getting the news of it. So that was definitely something that changed or was different than the first time, but I was definitely more prepared to handle it. Not only just being in college, but having had to handle similar thing or similar situation in the past. I, you know, I kind of surrounded myself with the guys on the team, surrounded myself with people I knew that would be there for me and just kind of let myself be focused on my swimming and be focused on the things that I could control. And that was just kind of the name of the game. Um, and, and then again, did, did, did you feel like that changed your relationship with the water? I know you said you let yourself be focused on your swimming. Do you feel like you leaned on that a lot or, or just, again, you kind of chose, chose to, uh, focus on a little more. Um, I'd say more lean on it. I don't, I don't think I like, you know, kind of just like threw myself into swimming as a whole. I kind of just like let myself like be focused on it when I was there, you know, when I, whenever swimming is in front of me, I'm focused on it. It's not, I tried to not like overthink about it or just have it be in my head all day, but it was just a distraction, almost a distraction and a focus at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then, and then here we are now, uh, he's coaching in ISL season three. And I mean, just uh, how does it feel to, to have him be healthy and, and doing his thing again and, uh, having you be able to do your thing again as well. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, um, I got to watch, um, the, uh, the second, the second match where he was coaching and seeing, seeing them kind of like pan over to the team and seeing him kind of yelling sweating just kind of being excited about swimming again and 
just all the racing he gets to see and how much fun he's having is really awesome. And hopefully I can join in that next year and kind of be in there a person and kind of see it for myself and everything. So it's, it's all pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, again, congrats to you all. That's, that's so fun to watch and so great to see. It's been an awesome swim story to follow. Um, as has yours. It's, it was exciting to watch you this summer and, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat for a while. Thank you. It was awesome. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.